I'm about to do so the little Wayne thing. You know, when he come on, he about to rap, very, he goes. Yeah. I'm about to hit that <laughs> at the beginning of my interview. I'm about to, yeah, right. I'm about to do the little Wayne. Today's episode was produced, was produced. It's a little brighter in here than usual. Today's episode was produced by Going Global Agency. This jet life, don't scrub, you block that. Flow rugs in the Porsche, I'm out front and got my top back. Label me an author, co-founder of Lifestyle Rap. Watching these niggas borrow a game, not acknowledging where they got that. Though I fall back, let them run with that. Consider those my rebel kids, clashing with they father figure when they know they won't be just like him. Where might I have been without my pen? Scribble about what I done with them. Girls that I took home last night, Chevys I sat on top them rims. I'm good in front of that camera lens. We Smoke when my video spins at the house, rolling up in her boy shorts. My mafia bitch plotting up, up, counting up, going for cause I go and get it. So you liable to see her with me. My pocket fat, my tie skinny, loud pack, got a lot of engine, ate a large, all Benjamin's vacationing. Two nights spending, I ain't tripping. Fool, I know how to get that back. Homie, my triple O showed me that. Same thing, show me how to roll them sacks. Y'all have scissors, no chapstick. I need scissors before anybody rolls anything. Scissors, what you cut? Give the lady a scissors. She's about to cut some bullshit off her shoes. What? Get off of this. The one of that fucking episode one was recorded in this fucking building. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? This is crazy. Going global. Kelly Green, Sonic League. Going global. Global. I'm just, just here. I'm just here. You know, the third person is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jet Life, official DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, got the Sonic going. Everything green with Kelly right now. I see you Always and forever. Always and forever. Yeah. Each moment with me is just like a dream. You see where I'm going with this? I see where you're going. Yeah, Kelly Green. Yeah. It's just like a dream. All right, I'm going to stop. I see where you're going, though. You said I was Josen. I just was living up to your expectations. You was going global with it. Mm-hmm. All over the world. Mm-hmm. Now we're back. Mm-hmm. In New Orleans with it. I believe it. You feel me? I so, believe so it. So first of all, DJ Kelly Green, the building. DJ, entrepreneur, lady boss. You know, what What got you started into DJing? Um, so I started DJing because I've been previously trained in music at an early age. I started at six playing various instruments, um, piano, cello, violin, guitar, all all of that. Um, And I just kind of got to a point where I I have a love for hip hop that was instilled in me by my parents. And um, not just hip hop, but just like 
house music and R&B and just other different types of music that I wanted to explore more of that we weren't doing in um, orchestra. You know, I was classically trained, so we wasn't playing like, you know, nothing soulful, nothing I was really listening to. So I wanted to do something with music that I liked and well, that I loved and um, that I could use as an outlet that I could be creative with. And um, when I was 14, I got introduced to a pair of turntables and kind of started messing around with them. And um, when I was 16, I got my first pair of my own turntables and I've been DJing ever since. That's crazy. Since fourteen, yeah. So, so how'd you get ranked up to where you are now? So with the music, not, not, not. We gonna get to that. So we can play it. But, <laughs> but you know, to the music you have and the influences with your parents. Like, what, what, what were you listening to back then? What, what was the influence? So when I was a baby, my mama was in college at Southern and she always was saying how she was riding to school like listening to the chronic and I was in the back seat. She would drop me off at like daycare and then go to school and we'd be listening to the chronic. But like me personally, what I remember, I remember listening to a lot of um, Erica Badu, Outkast. My mama even was listening to Eminem. My mama used to listen to Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, um Tupac my mama was listening to uh everybody that was important she was on it she knew what was going on like my mama was hip she's still hip my mama is still very hip my mama still like giving me the game to this day yesterday morning woke me up at like eight with it well I was already woke but like she woke me all the way up with it I was still in the bed but shut up mom Always. Always and forever. Again. You think you got the jewels from her? Possibly. You know, how would you celebrate your, your 420? What, what you did? So, <clears throat> I did an event at uh, at the hideaway, actually, with, um, it was sponsored by Backwoods. It was an event called For the Gram. Get it? <laughs> For the Gram. But yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so it was cool. You know, it was like weed everywhere. It was edibles. It was lemonade with weed in it. Yeah. It was fucking me DJing drinks. You know, it was a nice little vibe. You know, and um, I had a good time. I enjoyed myself. I I smoked way too much. I know I did. And then like the nerve of me. Um, that day to get my vaccine, that second shot of my vaccine, that morning, wore me to the ground. I didn't make it nowhere after my party. I wanted to go out after that. I didn't make it nowhere. But ain't that how 420 supposed to go anywhere? I think without the vaccine, it would have ended up like that still, you know? I agree. Yeah, I think it would have still, like, I still would have smoked myself into the ground. That's what you're supposed to do on 420. Am I wrong? Well, she, right. talking, well, I mean, she feel like I'm crazy. In the global. All right, that's what it's, I thought. What you did for Full 20? Let me ask you a you question. Came in New York, we should. <laughs> Passed out. Robbie Passed the ball. Nothing major, you know. 
hopefully it was because she was high, right? Oh, man. Yeah. That's what I thought. This is what... So okay. we did it right. We all did it right. That's how you're supposed to do it. Who, who is, like, that one person who, like, listened to you or all this that you smoke was on to that was like, hey, this probably... I know you gotta Like, that I listen to while I smoke? Yeah. While I'm on the road or some shit? Yeah. Or, like, just, you know, <clears> like, you go on the road a lot or something and you smoke with the Liz or anybody, like... Who was that one person? Okay, so I smoked with Snoop before. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I smoked with Snoop one time. I smoked with Wiz too. Uh, but you know what's funny though? The story about me smoking with Snoop. Like I smoked with some interesting people. Yeah. But the story about me smoking with Snoop is hilarious because fucking Al Sharpton was right there. He was in the room with Snoop and Al Sharpton. Yeah, I know this was so random. Like, yeah, I know I just, I, my life is so random, dog. Like, <laughs> it was Essence. I was there. Yeah. And, yeah. Because that's why all those random black people would be together <laughs> right, in, in New Orleans at the same time. Because it was Essence. And they had just got off stage. So uh, I used to DJ for Fiend. Okay. Before I DJ uh-huh. for Spitter, Fiend, I mean, before I d- DJ for Spitter, Fendi, TY, I DJ for Fiend. Yeah. And um, my damn blunder went out. I'm going to light it up in a second because I'm talking a lot. But um, so I used to DJ for Fiend. So, like, that's my boy, like, to this day. So I still, you know, I still rock with him. Every time he got something going on out here, I'm always popping up. Um, heavily supportive of that guy, International Jones and Fiend, Mr. Womp Womp, all of them, all them dudes. Um, so he had performed, and you know, uh, Snoop used to be on No Limit, so them, they boys, and we in the green room after the performance. Uh, next thing you know, like, Fiend grabbed me, he like, yeah, I want to introduce you to somebody, he introduced me to Snoop. He introduced me to Snoop. Snoop passed me the backwood. <laughs> so I'm smoking. Like, we talking about me DJing and everything. Because, you know, Snoop DJ now, too. So DJ yeah. Snoop Adeli. Yeah. So we talking, like, on some DJ shit. He like, oh, yeah, you legit. Like, yeah. So then, um, you know, I'm, I pass it back to him. And then I turn around. And it's Al Sharpton right there. And I'm like, man, what is going on? <laughs> How you got linked up with Fiend? Random, man. Like, the universe really do be just putting people together, I think. Yeah. So, um, I was, you know, I was, I was, I had already known, um, people from Jet Life. Uh, I knew Musa, I knew Spitter, like, I knew a couple people, whatever, because I had went to school here. Yeah. Um, in 2011-2012 but then I ended up going home after a year I ended up going back to Baton Rouge I'm from Baton Rouge yeah. so um, I, ended up, I ended up going back to Baton Rouge and uh, kind of just you know working out there figuring things out taking gigs just like you know building my career Yeah. the best way I knew I could so um I'm in Baton Rouge DJing the event I had I had got 
it was a weekly thing I was doing every Tuesday at the station, the spot called the station, this bar. Yeah, so I'm DJing over there. One night, something happened with the promoter and the people that own the bar, and he come up, the promoter come up to me, and he like, man, shut this bitch down right now. He takes the mic for me, and he get on the mic, he say some wild shit, everybody leave, and I go outside, I'm pa- I pack my shit up, I go outside to put it in my car, it's Fiend outside. Yeah. <laughs> he just there. It's Fiend outside. So, um, Fiend's outside. He had just dropped a tape. I don't remember what tape it was, but he was handing it out. He had, like, physical copies of it. Um, so, I just, like, you know, my net, like, I'm super hungry at this point. Like, I'm still hungry like that, too, but yeah. I'm a little more, like, reserved about it now. But then I was just like a fucking wolf, yeah. you know? And I, I like, I'm like, oh, I'm about to go talk to this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so I go talk to him. He like, oh, you was just DJing in there? I'm like, yeah, that's, um, you know, it just got shut down and whatnot, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, if you ever need a DJ or whatever, like if you, whatever you need musically, you know, if you just need an opinion on your music, like right. hit me up. We exchanged contacts. Um, he gave me the CD, put my stuff in my car. I go home, go to sleep. It's a regular life to me. Yeah. You know, I want to say about a week or two later, he hit me up. Like, he texted me. He like, man, um, are you available such and such dates? You know, I'm performing on the uh, Tom Joyner Fantastic Voyage. And I need a DJ. Right. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm available. What you mean? I don't care what I got going on. I'm available I'm now. now. Yeah, like this one I'm doing now. <laughs> Mommy Agua. I was with them killers, but I wasn't setting niggas up. I'm a little realist, ain't one real of bitches know what's up. Gotta keep it tough, pull a Debo, pick your rubies up. I stay with them gyms, and if you listen, tell you what's what. Got your cutie in the cut, ghetto booty twisting up. Tell that nigga unless he makes some figures, then it's hours up. I can't fuck around with time, I only come for dollar signs. Fuck a hating hoe, bitch, I'm Einstein behind mine. I'm the type to change a nigga life, be all he want and need. You stay with that tripping shit, that's why he just fucking leave. I know when to let it breathe, she'll know how to make him fiend. Probably why he always double back and try to look for Z. I'm hot shit, smoke gas, blow fire, dragon beat the bitch. 